everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Philly Sports Angle Podcast. I'm Kirsten, and this week we'll be talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, Go Birds. This is officially, officially opening week, as the Birds will take on the Washington Redskins at home in their season, op- season opener and their home opener, and I am so excited. Finally, football season. It's been a long time coming, four weeks of preseason. OTAs, training camp, and now we're finally hit week one. I hope everybody's having a great Labor Day um, with, you know, some barbecue food and had a good weekend trying to enjoy the last little unofficial weekend of summer. Today we're just going to talk about Eagles talk. It's finally dedicated to just the Eagles. There's a lot to talk about with the birds now, and I really, really am excited because I like talking about the birds when it's finally regular season because Preseason's great and all, but to me it's a little bit too long, so finally an opportunity to just talk about the birds. So we'll start on Thursday when the Eagles lost 6-0 to the Jets, a terrible three-hour game. If you had the opportunity to watch it, I'm sorry, I watched a little bit of it, but had to turn it off because it was just terrible. Last preseason game, obviously no starters playing. Everybody's fighting for the last final spot in the roster as the Eagles made cuts by 3 p.m. on Saturday for the 53-man roster. It was just terrible. But besides that, um, I'm going to get into some Eagles that lost their spots on the roster that were a staple to the team the last couple years, especially during Super Bowl run. So we'll, we'll dive into that. And, you know, the person who started at, you know, who started the Super Bowl is Stefan Wisniewski. He was cut. And also Wendell Smallwood at running back was cut as well. And these were guys that, you know, definitely had this coming as Eagles and Howie Roseman definitely upped the roster this this past offseason. So, I mean, the Eagles have had a relationship with these two guys, Wisniewski and Smallwood, for the past couple years. And with the offseason pickups of Jordan Howard at running back and the re-signing of Darren Sproles and Corey Clement, just a few of the running backs, they definitely don't need an extra one and need five. So they didn't even they didn't even give Smallwood a chance on the squad. They just let him go. And fortunately for Smallwood, he was picked up by the Redskins yesterday. And Wisniewski, I do not know of as yet, as of 2 o'clock today on Monday, if he was picked up yet. But I'm sure he will be, as he was a key player in, in, in the Eagles' last couple years, especially during their Super Bowl run, as he picked up that, that starting spot at, at a left guard during the Super Bowl. But, I mean, just other players who were, who were cut, Trayvon Hester... At defensive tackle, he was also picked up by the Redskins yesterday, so they will come back next week and versus the Redskins, versus the Eagles, their former team in opening week. Other guys who were let go were Josh Adams, which Josh Adams is just a surprise to me because I would have loved to see him be um, be on the team just because of all what of what he did last year for the team. He had 120 carries with 511 yards until he had a shoulder injury, which he had shoulder surgery for in the offseason and just you know just a great guy again he actually was in the Continental League I went to North Penn and you know he went to um CB South and I ran against him in track um he was also at all the track meets that I went to and uh, what a great athlete um who left Notre Dame a year early his junior year last year and made the team as an undrafted rookie I'm hoping he gets picked up I've not heard yet of where he's gotten picked up but I'm hoping he gets picked up because I think he's a key asset to any team in the league Back to Wisniewski, Nate Herbig, um, the undrafted free rookie, did beat him out for a spot, um, which is 
he will be the swing interior reserve for the team. And, I mean, great job by Herbig. He, you know, he really came out of nowhere and proved his spot, that he earned his spot on this very, very talented Eagles roster. Other guys that were cut, Clayton Thorson, who was the fifth-round draft pick this year for the Eagles um, at quarterback position. And, I mean, you get it. You don't need five quarterbacks. They cut Kessler, Cody Kessler, who had his shot in the preseason, and now Clayton Thorson, who I guess they didn't think they could develop. So they let both of them go. It's just pretty ironic because they kept two undrafted rookies on the team, and they let go their fifth-round draft pick this year, which not sure what that says about their pick or just in general what they what they were looking for that they didn't think they got. Just a couple of the guys who were let go there. Who did they get as well? They officially formed their um, their practice squad yesterday. It's quarterback Kyle Laluda of the Giants. Kyle's actually a Downingtown area native, and he went to Downingtown and he uh, had a great career there, picked by the Giants in the fourth round last year in the draft. So congratulations to Kyle, and it's kind of cool to have a guy from the area here. But then again, I mean, they gave up two quarterbacks and signed another guy they think that they can develop in La Luda on the practice squad. So he's a the guy they picked up. They picked up um, wide receiver Marcus Green from the Packers, too. So here is their practice squad as of today, Monday. Uh, they have Alex Ellis, the tight end, Marcus Green, Bruce Hector at defensive tackle, Kyle Aluda quarterback, Sua Apida at guard, Josh Perkins at tight end, Boston Scott at running back, Alex Singleton at linebacker, and Greg Ward, who was on the, you know, on the preseason squad at wide receiver. So then again, they got a couple backups at a couple of their positions. So I think, you know, they really have been looking for people to build up. Um, and I think that that's a part of what they've been trying to do. They have a great they, they actually, the Eagles actually have, if you can believe it, they have the second oldest roster in the league at, tw- at their average age of 26.6. And the only ol- only team that has an older one is the Patriots at 27.0. And the thing is, you know, 26 is not old. But in the NFL, you're always getting guys young, uh, right out of college, not even completing college. So, I mean, it does say something. But having a lot of veterans in the team who played in the league for a couple of years, I think, will help the birds as they go as they try to venture into the into the postseason. So, just an interesting fact there. But I mean, they did go searching for some guys, and I still think that these two tight ends that they picked up, Alex Ellis and Josh Perkins, will do some good. Because the surprising part is the Eagles on Saturday at after 3 p.m. when they made all their cuts. They only had two people at the tight end position, so they didn't have a third backup on the roster yet. So it was just Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. And Dallas is obviously in his second year. He's still developing, but Zach Ertz is obviously the best, if not one of the best, tight ends in the league. So it's nice to have a backup guy. Just heaven forbid anything would happen. But it's pretty, surri- pretty surprising that they ended up with only two um, tight ends on, on the active roster, which is which is pretty crazy if you think about it but it definitely a risk that Howie was willing to take. Just to update on some other former Eagles who were moved around during this weekend were, was wide receiver Torrey Smith, who had a great year with the Birds when they went on the Super Bowl run in 18. He was let go by the Panthers after dealing with a, a major injury all year and finally rehabbing, getting himself back. He was let go, unfortunately. So again, I wish, wish all the best for him. He really did have a good year in here. Um, again, he was with um, Baltimore and Philly, and now the Panthers, so will he go back to Baltimore? Will Philly pick it up? Pick him up? I don't think I see Philly picking him up, but I wish him the best, and I hope he gets a contract soon. 
Also, Shady McCoy was let go from the Bills. I bet he was happy about that, but where was he picked up? He was rumored to be talk talking with the Eagles, but of course he was picked up by Big Red Andy Reid in Kansas City. So that is going to be a dangerous offense out there with Mahomes set out to be the MVP, predicted to be the MVP this year, along with Travis Kelsey at tight end, and then they add the running back in the veteran Shady McCoy um, out there. So that's going to be a pretty fun thing to watch out there. I'm pretty excited to for the Eagles to play the Chiefs, hopefully eventually in, in the postseason. I think that's that combo of Big Red versus Doug, and it's just such a good storyline. I'm really excited but it's, you know, it's great to see. I'm excited to see the year Mahomes was going to have, especially with the offense he has in, in front of him there. But I just want to break down for a second just the roster that Howie Roseman built this offseason. He just built an unbelievable, talented roster. And if it's not the best, it's one of the best in Eagles history, I think, going into the season. And the Eagles have this thing of they saying, oh, this is the dream team year. But if there's any year, I think this is the dream team year. It wasn't even when they went on the run for Super Bowl. It was this year because he has worked tirelessly to bring in the best players when he's added Jordan Howard at running back. And he's had so many guys, re-signed guys, made sure that Carson's protected up front and defensively. Um, Peters is obviously back. And Peters is out to prove everyone that he's healthy, that he's ready to go. I'm just so psyched for this year. And just the wide receiver depth now, too, which we never, the Eagles never really had in the previous years, and they still did okay. But now they have D-Jack, Jeffrey, Aguilar. You know, they have J.J. Um, Whiteside, who they are looking to develop. And then Matt Collins slid right in there. Who knows how much Hollins will be used, but just the depth of this team makes it, it one of the most exciting years to watch, and I hope everyone is excited as me, because I just cannot wait to turn on the game every year, every year, every week, and watch and listen to um, Mike and Merrill, and, you know, get the season going, because they have a lot of expectations to live up to this year, and I think that they will live up to these expectations if they stay healthy. Now, that's the thing with the Eagles. Can they stay healthy? The Super Bowl year, they were, they were, they had extreme injuries across the board, and they still made it. But I mean, they did lose people this year. They lost Chris Long, you know, and they lost other people that are crucial to, to their team. And but they built up such a good roster that they they are a favorite for the first time in forever going into the season, which is super exciting as a fan. And to be honest, the surprising thing that no one really expected was the pickup of. Josh McCowan over the offseason. That's the only thing that people were really surprised about because going into the into training camp, they already had such a deep roster that they knew where the direction was most likely headed. It, headed. Sure, they didn't know the, the few cuts they were going to make, but, but overall, the only big news was Josh McCowan and Sudfield, and that and that's going to be the big news of, of who gets the second spot, which, again, I believe it should be Sudfeld. You know, that's the biggest news that we've had. And usually it's 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 kind of up and down thing in training camp for any team. But the fact that they have such a good roster will make this year a little bit more calm and going into it. Again, going to their as we look into the schedule of this of the Eagles um, 2019 season. I mean, they have the 30th easiest schedule according to a couple websites um, this year um, as they open the season against the NFC East and close it against the NFC East. And that usually happens, but this year, for the first time, one of three times in the 2000s for it to happen to a team, the Packers in 2000, the Falcons in 17, and the Eagles this year, is they'll play four straight games to end their season against the NFC East. So that is a big time, especially because they play the Giants twice, the Redskins, and the Cowboys, as last four weeks of the season will be 
Giants, Redskins, Cowboys, Giants, and that could determine a big amount of who gets the wild card, who's who wins the division. So that's a big, big thing to be playing four straight of your division um, opponents. Games that I'm really nervous about this year would obviously be Week Nine will be interesting because the Bears rematch after they, you know, the ding doing um, Cody Parkey play last year and made them the Bears lose the game to the Eagles. And then Week 11 against the Pats, who is always a rival for the Eagles, no matter what. And then Week 12 um, against the Seahawks, who just picked up J.D. Clowney, who we were, lo- who the Eagles were looking at getting. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they did not get him. But those are just a couple of the major games that I'm looking to. Otherwise, they're playing the Bills. They're playing average to best teams. But that doesn't mean that they're going to win any of them, as we know as Eagles fans. They're never really like that. Um, it's not always guaranteed. Looking into week one, the Eagles are finally getting back Fletcher Cox, who is a crucial part of their lineup. Cox is a pro bowler, one of the best in the league, and it's just so much better when you have Cox out there protecting because he can protect three guys at once and um, you know, and you know, fight off three guys at once. And that's not something that every team is blessed with of his ability, his talent. And if it if the Cox wasn't able to play, the you know the Eagles position there would not be as strong. He really carries the team, and the Eagles are fortunate to have him because of how much he helped them in the postseason last year, and how much of, of a good player he is just in general. So happy to see Cox return, and I mean he did miss all preseason, so will he be rusty? You know we'll see on on Sunday, but he does believe he's in the best shape of his. Um, one of the best years of his life. He's really been working out well. And Jalen Mills is still unable to play, unfortunately, after the injury last year. He's still hurt, and he was placed in the physically unable to perform list. Will Mills be back this year? I'm not really sure. I'm hoping it, but it doesn't look too great. If he's week one, he's still on the PUP list. I don't know. I'm just hoping the Eagles can get him back in time. Honestly, Darby's back um, and he with his ACL tear last year. Hopefully he can stay healthy. I don't know if anybody saw the virtual reality video last week. Pretty funny. Um, But, you know, he looks like his knee's back and ready to go. So pretty exciting. You know, just looking at at the Redskins this week. You know, will Keenum actually show up? The last time Keenum was in the the link was the NFC Championship in in the Super Bowl year, in the Super Bowl run. And they got bombed by the Eagles, who were, Eagles were the underdogs. Minnesota was expected to walk in and take over. So I guess I think Keenum will have a little bit of fire under his belly as he looks to, um, you know, take revenge in the Eagles a little bit. And the Redskins are, are hoping to compete. Again, they picked up Trayvon Hester and Smallwood, and they're trying to be the best they can be. Um, you know, they also have rookie standout Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback, who Keenum beat out for the starting spot. But don't count Haskins not to get in, I think, a little bit. I think they'll be using him quite a bit this year. So, And the Skins always give the Eagles a, a rough time. So... I'm not saying that it's a definite, but um, you need to beat your, your NFC opponents. You, that's where you need to start. And if you don't, then you're not going to have a good year. But now I want to get into my final talk and see the score score prediction for and the record prediction um, for, for the upcoming year and this upcoming week. I think the Eagles are going to win by a total of 24-7 um, for this coming game. And I also think that the Eagles will finish... 11-5 and five to be safe. I do think they can be better than that, but I think you always got to give a few um, difference, um, a, f- a few games that were, didn't go as well as you planned, 
and 11 and 5 is what I'm going with. But I want to hear what you think. What do you think the Eagles are going to end up this year? 11 and 5, 12 and 4, 13 and 3. Is it going to be a big year? Is it going to be um, an uneventful year? Obviously, we're looking into a good year, good roster, but can the can the birds stay healthy? So what I want you to do is reply to um, reply to this on my Twitter or on my Instagram story or on my Facebook anywhere you see this post. Comment what do you think the birds' record is going to be, and let me know what you think. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Go Birds. Happy Labor Day. And football season is back. See ya.